guest analyst this afternoon, Andrew Magas with Progressive Ag Marketing. Andrew, we saw a grain market that uh, we started higher, especially that soybean market, came off the lows, and looks like we're going to end the day closer to mixed here. Yeah, we just could not follow the, find the follow through on the soybeans. You know, we look at the wheat market, that had good strength throughout the day. Corn was kind of mixed, but it still ended up with some small gains. But that soybean market, we started off with 15 cent gains for the morning and just could not find any follow through. You know, we were coming, kind of bouncing off some contract lows in all, all the complexes, actually. And it looked like we saw a reversal in the corn and the KC markets this week. And those get kind of help, but that soybean market just being fickle with the. You know, we got the, just the demand side has just kind of been disappointing on the soybeans. We just can't compete with Argentina and Brazil. And, you know, with their early harvest, they got a lot of soybeans that we just cannot compete with as they're way cheaper than we are right now. Sure. I'm wondering, too, maybe uh, first notice day having something to do with it, too, at the end of the week here? Oh, just like last week with the options, you know, that definitely does take an effect. It's seasonality. They like to, They know what the farmer's having. They know they have to make decisions with basis contracts, having to sell grain, you know, to pay for some bills, and just have to make decisions if they want to roll their March contracts. And what better way than to, to make a decision hard is to push them down all of February. You just look at the corn market, you know, that was the worst drop percentage-wise we've seen in February since 1975. So they, they did something this year that we have not seen in quite a while, just pushing these markets down, right? And, you know, you had their crop, crop insurance guarantee that's getting going to be closed out here at the end of the month, and, you know, it's not looking very good compared to last year. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, livestock side of things, kind of a, a maybe a little bit of profit-taking day there, the way it looked. Yeah, it was a mixed bag. We started off with some gains, and then we fell off and later in the day. We're, especially in the live cattle, they're trying to fill that gap that's about a buck higher from the highs today, and they just can't do it. You know, we, they're still they're not ready to push through all the recent highs due to that. Uh, the, the cattle on feed report last week, that was kind of disappointing on the placements. There was, they were quite a bit higher than they were expecting, but still 7% below last year, so they didn't wash out the market. But that's provide a little headwind for those markets. And, you know, cold storage showed both cattle and pork inventories were 10% below last year, but that was kind of built into this market already. Anything else we need to be aware we're talking about here? You know, we'll see if we can get some follow-through. Brazil weather is still a big issue, especially on the corn side. They're getting a lot of corn acres planted early this year, which is very good for them because their dry season starts in April. So if they get a good start to their corn crop, that could provide some resistance that we just don't need right now. You look at inflation rates, we are kind of down to that $3 level if you consider inflation from two, kind of comparable to 2020. So right now it's just, you know, funds are in control. They're record short in corn. They have been for a few weeks, and they need something to scare them away. Yeah, and it makes it tougher on the uh, break-evens too. Oh, it's, yeah, it's going to be a different year than we've had the last three years. And just like we're just going through these crop insurance, you know, we're two bucks lower in soybeans and about a buck, buck 30 lower in corn. So, yeah, it's going to be a different break balance sheets and different revenue guarantees that we've dealt with the last few years. Progressive Ag Marketing Market Analyst, Andrew Magas.